if I'm wearing my contact lenses is the same amount of time where if I don't wear contacts, I wear my regular glasses to see distance-wise. Sure. So I have to wear the glasses the same amount of time. It's just, do I want to wear it while I'm reading, or do I want to wear it when I'm driving? What about bifold? I was about to say. Benjamin Franklin's greatest contribution to America. So wear bifocals all the time. But I don't have to because, I mean, I suppose these glasses could be, you know, the gradation of I need to be able to see far at the top and at the bottom nothing because I can see perfectly well right here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I could do that. I suppose I could invest in those types of lenses. You should just get one. Do you have vision insurance? I think we get a free pair every year. Just get bifocals and see if you like them. Bifocals suck. Wow. Wait, you've never used bifocals. <laughs> how have what? you ever been how have you ever been uh nearsighted? Got a hot bifocal. Or is tick. it farsighted? It's always I, I always have a hard time remembering which. If you're so, nearsighted you can see near. Okay, so how have you ever been farsighted? So the idea is I can I can never see far my entire life. I had glasses since I've been in fourth sure. grade. Um, so my vision good. was horrible, but I didn't, I've never needed help reading close ever. I still don't to this uh-huh. day, ne- but can never see far. So the bifocals would be basically nothing prescription on that's, the lower that's side. That's exactly what I was just saying. And you're the opposite. <clears throat> no, no, no. No, but exactly I'm asking how was... you came to know that bifocals suck if you've never had a need right, for them. Right. So I get headaches. I used to get headaches with the bifocals. I went to contacts much better. That's great. But why, why were you prescribed bifocals if you didn't need them? He's calling you fake news. Yeah, fake no, news, I had, I had bifocals in like fifth grade. It sucked. Really? Yes. He true needed, story. He needed to be able to see far, but he he didn't need any correction close up. And that that doesn't make sense to me because, you know, you, you have single focal, right? You're, yeah, you're, yeah. So you are wearing glasses because you can't see far away, right? Mm-hmm. But you can still read close up. Yes. At some point, I, I, sorry to tell you, that's going to change. <laughs> so, right. This is my point. I don't yeah. understand how you had that because in fifth grade in the eighties, that's what they did. Huh. Bifocals were like, hey, your Ben Franklin was amazing. Here, let's do bifocals. So it's <laughs> like, all right, whatever. So, give you a powdered wig. They were they were horrible. And as a matter of fact, those bifocals key. made me look exactly like Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Wow. Like it it was a. Joke I think you had a like. bad uh, in fifth uh, grade. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, to be honest. No, with absolutely, you. Yeah. absolutely. So I, I never had that issue, and I have atrocious and vision. So second second uh, bifocal uh, thing is my wife. Had bifocals for two years. Constant headaches. Really? Now she just has two pairs of glasses. She looks like grandma with them hanging around on her neck. And all of a sudden, <laughs> sure. I'm like, oh, my God, just stop. She's like, That's you funny. Get, just me, get me a nice eyeglass <laughs> chain that I can hang around my neck for Christmas. I'm like, no, I'm not getting you grandma glasses for Christmas. So, um, yeah, but she, she got tremendous headaches, too. I just, I don't know. I don't. And she's she needs both, so she needs corrective close, she needs corrective far, completely different prescriptions, and she has some sort of stigmatism. She's got she's she's got very bad eyes. the 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 prescriptions are are weak, but it's very bad because they're they're both they're both in the you know needing correction uh, phase. But I'm scared because and here's what happened with my eyes. So my eyes were horrible. And then I got to a point where they said, well, you're like a few corrections away from never being able to get another pair of glasses to help your vision. So I had um, PRK laser surgery done, started me back in 2020, and it's been eight years. I finally got glasses this year because I couldn't see far at night. Trump glasses. Here's the problem. (laughs) No comment. So... (laughs) Just supporting our Here's the problem with that, though. So (laughs) since I've been wearing glasses, my vision's getting horrible. Like, real fast. Like I could pass the driving test without glasses when I before I got my glasses. Now I'm not sure, huh. and I, that kind of worries me. So my um, wife wants the uh, surgery. I would do the surgery. Really? I honestly I would do the totally surgery. would not do the surgery. Especially, do the surgery. I, 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 not the, to say that your wife is getting older, but she's going to need glasses soon anyway. So she, well, no, she has glasses. She's got she's the same gonna thing. She's going to need them to read. Yeah, I think yeah, the she, surgery doesn't last as long. The the older you get, the le- the right. less length you but get out of it. She's so like, in the same situation as me, though, right? She's much older. No, no. The the point is, she she's and getting female. to a point where corrective Almost eyewear uh, might not help her. I thought she had really bad eyes. 
she has really bad eyes, and they told her that um, she can get the surgery, but would probably still need cheaters. That's fine, and I don't think that's that's really the problem. The problem is if you can't see far, and they can't right. correct your vision at some point, then you're actually degrading to the point where you could become blind. But and but I think the you, laser surgery today is even safer can, than I did. She eight can years continue ago. to be corrected. Right, so they offer a package. You know, you can get a warranty. You pay like another five hundred dollars. No, you get a warranty. But she can still get new glasses, new contact lenses. She's not losing right. far sightedness. Yes. She's yes. not in the same boat you were. Oh, in. she's not yeah. like me. No. I thought you explained no. it that she was getting close to not being able to get glasses either. No, she has glasses. It's just her her prescription is getting stronger and stronger. I'm not actually sure what it well, is. Well, that's that was me though. My whole point is that I was so negative. That they said, listen, you're like two or three clicks away from we don't have a prescription for you. Wow. No, I'm serious. And then then you start to basically get defined as levels of blindness. I still think you have a really bad optometrist. But Well, Well, let's just put it this way. In 2007, when I went to the the three different eye doctors, they all said the same thing before I had the laser PRK done. And laser PRK is done... Uh, has gone has actually come a long way since when I did it, so it's really safe to do. So yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying, sure like, it's safe. I'm you know, all of these. I, I went to the guy who who did Tiger Woods, who's done all these, you know, athletes. Um, the same guy did my eyes. Um, my, my eye doctor when I was you know 10 years ago or whatever. Um, yeah, it's about 10 years ago. He looked at me and said, "Steve, you're, you're 42 years old. Yeah, you can get the surgery." Absolutely, you can get surgery, but you're going to start wearing glasses in a couple of years. So, right, what, what's the point? You're going to have to wear reading glasses. <clears throat> so you go with what you have, and you just stay with glasses. It's ten years. <coughs> you're, you're, you know, it's no right. big deal. So that was my world. I'm just in this position now where I wear reading glasses when I have when I wear my contacts and I don't wear reading glasses when I'm not wearing my contacts but I wear glasses to see far and it's just I- I'm at the stage where I'm like maybe I'll just give up the contacts now. I might be at that point. I'll just go glasses all the time. I've never been to an eye doctor. Yeah, well, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> healthiest man in the room. Not true. Uh yeah, absolutely well, true, the healthiest man in the room. I remember in like 1997 reading a popular mechanics about the bionic man and how like in a few short years don't worry about it because we're going to have cochlear implants for people who are deaf and they're going to hear i'm ready for that people yeah are going to have retina implants and all this stuff replace one of my well, eyes well, with the, one of these amazing technological the stuff things. is pretty right. close to that right that's now. true yeah they've actually done pretty um, well vision's that. not we're not even close to being able to just start throwing you know mechanical eyes in it takes so long to i mean it's yeah, like I don't, would we want that i mean i totally I want so. that yeah yes like, like google, there are google glass built into your <laughs> retina yeah there sure. were research experiments where they did do that like they hooked up to the whatever the optic nerve or whatever the retina I'm not sure what exactly the was ganglion cells in the eye I don't know but like they in the 80s and 70s were able to induce some type of vision and like track a ball or something so it's like what's the holdup it's been like 50 years yeah well I think technology is to the point where it can do those sorts of things I think we've talked about this like um, there's uh, the virtual gaming world where they literally are throwing balls at you and with headsets on that you're not seeing the environment the computer is tracking the ball and you're able to catch that ball right so it is very much self-driving cars what we talk about a lot on this podcast there is a ton of advancement in that area i would think it's a matter of miniaturization and the guinea Mm, pig that wants to kind of have at it and tying into i don't know the brain yeah i mean it's a big deal it's a big deal (laughs) like i mean there were people doing, like, trepanation in the 60s, drilling holes in their faces. I mean, you know, like, come on, we got enough dummies. We can, we can, you know, throw a few in this project. I just raised my hand. Thank you for calling <laughs> me a dummy. <laughs> I mean, I'd do it, too, you know, because I'm, I'm weird, you know, futuristic. All right. Well, we are the Worldwide IT Guys here for podcast number 116. I'm Steve. I'm Dion. John. This is Sean. It's Gavin. And uh, this is uh, probably our last pod for the year. Um, cause people are all going off for holiday time. So, uh, we'll do a little bit of a, a review of 2017 in the new year, but it's an opportunity for us to, I don't know, wish each other and the listening audience a 
Happy Holiday, which will just piss the hell off of Donald Trump and the Republican <laughs> Party. The it is a so, fucking happy yeah. holiday to everyone. Yes? I was going to bring up, we're talking about medical research and, you know, you know, 10 years ago we thought we'd be able to have eyes, yes, whatever. Totally. So how do you feel about the announcement this week that we're going to spend billions of dollars to send a man to the moon and then Mars? But, I mean... I like that, I mean, I, I, I think, I, I I think, think NASA they, and space research is definitely, you know, very important. But don't you think, you know, spending a little bit more money on, you know, cancer research or... Uh, <laughs> Other things would be more well, beneficial. Well, yeah. I would agree with that. I would argue, though, that what we spend on the military is so gigantic that, and and I do think like space exploration tends to lead to like breakthroughs that oh, help absolutely. other industries. Yeah, exactly. I, That's I, what not, I was gonna say. Trust yeah. me, I support NASA and science. I'm not bashing it, but I, uh, Gavin is though. Yeah, I will bash it. <laughs> it's easy to say, well, we shouldn't do this. We should be doing more of that. But I think to Sean's point, there's a lot of uh, investment in areas where we could probably find a few dollars right. to spend on both of those yeah, initiatives. Yeah, it's not zero sum. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm in the camp of we're talking about going to Mars. So the, the, you know, I think Obama was moving the ball towards Mars, yeah. saying you know, let's move on, right? Let's reignite this exploration world. Um, and now Trump is saying Moon. I don't know why this isn't just the, the moon. I think we Wait, talked about this last week. He's not saying Mars. He said the the moon again, and then Mars. Okay. Why the moon? But, but yeah, gotta why go to the moon, do the moon just and, to prove it can still be done. Not, no. Here's my argument for the moon. I agree that we should go to the moon, not because we're going back to the moon, but because we should establish that we can live in yes. space yes. over a period of time. It, the moon, where we can get there the next day if we need to get there, right? That's another thing I distinctly remember being told in school. I remember watching an entire thing in the planetarium about how we're going to colonize Mars and use space dust to make bricks to make uh, structures and things like that. Another thing you my childhood told me yeah. that I'm bitter about that it hasn't Why? happened yet. Well, we never went to the moon. Wouldn't it be so, hilarious yeah. if Trump got us to Mars? So, like, you know, <laughs> the greatest real estate developer. Now, like, <laughs> You know, because he'll, he'll probably be impeached. He's going to go down in history as a terrible president, but he'd always have that feather in his cap. You well, know? the thing is, and if you watch the, uh, he knows the news build. conference when he signed yeah. the order, uh, you know, he's been doing everything against Obama, so I'm yeah. surprised he signed it. But he made numerous <clears throat> comments like, this is for Mike Pence. You know, this is Pence's initiative. <laughs> he wants Pence, it. The moon. Is, here you go, for you. Yeah, here you go, buddy. This one's for you. <laughs> I promised you the moon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this one's not me, guys. I looked up to it. Can't build a golf course. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible sight Just lines. a big the sand tries forever. Bad real estate. Bad real estate. What if he fucked up the moon and put, like, Trump stamped it with oh, Trump? Totally so that is how you should sell up. the moon to him. Yeah, right? That's why he wants to go to moon. Yeah. It's like, you know, Mr. President, you can hit a golf ball about three miles. <laughs> <laughs> it's one-sixteenth the gravity of the moon. <laughs> he would be the greatest driver. Oh. I think Mars weighs less than Earth, too, so you'd be able to hit a golf ball there further, too. Yeah, I'm sure that's I'm all. Sure Na- that. I, 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 wouldn't it be funny if NASA preps all their PowerPoints for Trump and it's all like a golf ball? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You've got to explain everything to him and how it affects a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's how you hook them, okay? Imagine the Earth is a golf ball. Yeah. Um, no, I, I totally buy into the let's colonize... Not to colonize the moon, but build what we want to have happen on Mars on the moon so that then we can say, okay, guess what? We've proven it out. We had a few disasters in the process. It's like, you know, the the stage environment in our world, right? You got to build it. You got to deploy it. And then you got to go, okay, yeah, we can do this. Now let's put it out there in, in production on Mars. That's my approach. Remember when Elon Musk just tweeted he wants to nuke it? Do you guys remember that? He went, <laughs> no. Nuke the moon? Put up, oh, by the way, yeah, Mars could totally be colonized. We just need to nuke the hell out of it or something like that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. His yeah. idea was that if, yeah, you, yeah. if you nuke the poles, yeah. like, oh, there's yeah. ice trapped up there, and uh-huh. then that would release water and oxygen. <laughs> we talked about that. That was the uh, The, the total... great thing is, like, the fallout would probably take 100 years to, yeah. like, settle. <laughs> Wasn't that it's a recall? Know. It's such an American way to solve a problem. We're playing the long game Gavin. Yeah. Would walk away problem solved. Like that's that's yeah. next generation's shit. It'd be like yeah, a George right. Bush victory. Mission accomplished. Yeah, Mission you know. accomplished. Fly Mission accomplished. Another, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Fly an aircraft carrier. So I have one other space uh, related story. Do you see uh, 
was it that SpaceX miss or uh, Tesla? Tesla, whatever the the cargo rocket that just went up this week. Oh, yeah. no, didn't it have his first car in it or something like that? I'm not sure, but they yeah. they sent up uh, Anheuser Busch or someone sent up beer making uh, supplies. They're going to try to brew beer and see the effects of space on beer. <laughs> that would <laughs> actually be, be really yeah. And I wonder, like I'm sure they've done all kinds of studies about how bacteria behaves in space. Right. But, you know, I, so I wonder if they know exactly what's going to happen or if there's going to be some. Was it, space? The most was it SpaceX? The most expensive beer ever. I'm I'm curious what was in this thing. More than the Sam Adams? Yeah, exactly. You're curious what now? What was was it SpaceX? Yeah, I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, it was uh, Tesla's company. Okay, and did they send up the car? Oh, I don't know about the car, but I know the beer making. Uh, I thought I I thought I also uh, I follow him on Twitter, and I thought he also was talking about like the first ever car made by Tesla. They just Shot it into outer space. And oh really? So <laughs> float through outer space forever. Like, I thought you were confusing two stories about like the new diesel uh, like, no, truck no, or whatever. I'm, Not the diesel I'm truck. I'm pretty sure they <laughs> shot his car into outer space, and he just likes the idea of the first ever Tesla car, car floating through. Like that, somebody might see him one day, in, yeah. like in a space battle, and get inside and ride away, or saves his life. Yeah, space actually yeah. Star space. Trek movie that they came across Voyager. You remember that? No. You of all people? Come on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Midnight Cherry Tesla Roadster is the payload for uh, the car will play, be playing Space Oddity by David Bowie. <laughs> you know, okay, that's a, you know he's Oh, it hasn't there. done it yet. I'm sorry. Oh, do, so yeah. the, they're planning to do this. So they are going to shoot a car to Mars <laughs> while playing David Bowie. You know, he's sitting around, like, his fireplace with a snifter telling his assistant, tomorrow I want you to send our Tesla space car, or Tesla car to space. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, but why, sir? I just like the idea of it. You know, it takes another <laughs> sip of his brandy. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> sir, that might take a few yeah. more days. I, I don't think we can get that done tomorrow. Uh, That's pretty ugly. He wants the best. Um, By the way, my Star Trek knowledge goes to the one where they find an old ship... And they find that the transporter is being rerun over and over and over again, and they, they that's what I'm thinking say, of. What deliver it, deliver what's being resent over and over again, and Sc- Scotty appears, and basically because the ship's life support system uh, would take too much resources, Scotty put himself into the transporter loop, which he knew would last longer, and like 250 years later. The next generation Picard ship picks up this, finds the ship floating throughout. They say, "Okay, transporter, what's what are you guys trying to deliver?" And it's Scotty. Oh, and Scotty basically put himself in the transporter loop, regenerating over and over again because it took less yeah. energy. And boom, there's Scotty. So it's like you know, yeah. It's just we like have actually Tesla. talked about that on the podcast before. That's the yes. second mention of this one. Yeah. Uh, actually, that Anyways, sounded kind of it's, interesting. It's one of it's one of uh, uh, TNG fans' favorite episodes. So I'll have to watch that one. Yeah, I love that one. And then he saves the day, of course, for the, the new ship. And, I thought it was one of the Star and, Trek movies, one of the early ones that everybody hates, um, where they came <laughs> across... John probably loves. They came across Voyager. Um, and, yeah, they, they referred to it as V'ger. That's what they did. In somebody, a movie? Somebody was talking about V'ger. Oh. I thought it was. Maybe right. I'm wrong. Anyways. That's uh, too st- much nerd. Tre- yeah, too, too much nerd. <laughs> Moving on. Tre- Trekkie yep. fans, let us know. Um, so... Uh, Net neutrality this week, right? Net neutrality vote is Man. tomorrow, I want to say. Is yeah. It? Okay. So um, I, I do like what we did. So our company participated in the day of tearing down the Internet Tuesday, yesterday, uh, the 12th. The whole idea was to, in some way, bring awareness to the fact that this vote was happening this week. And so uh, what what we did... Uh, frankly, what Gavin did is replace our page with a version of our site that just had loading indicators virtually all over it, uh, which is, you know, potentially what could happen if they start to, if they deregulate and they let the service providers effectively say, you know what, Netflix just gave us a ton of money. <clears throat> Netflix, you get the fast lane. Um, I'm sorry, you know, all you other companies out there, you guys are going to slow way down for any of our customers. And that's what we tried to demonstrate. Um, I thought it was good too. So, so you liked that? So I liked it. Um, it. I liked that it also promoted that you could click a button, go to a page, 
send something to your congressman, et cetera, that really helped, you know, the, the movement. I, I did it all. I thought it was great. Um, I shared it on my Facebook page, and I got mixed response from two people. I saw that. Huh. From two different people. Yeah. What were they huh. saying? Uh, they, one like, said, have... I don't believe the sky is falling. Uh-huh. And I got a mixed uh, message from a uh, uh, past um, uh, uh Coworker, yeah, yep, and uh, former coworker, and basically saying like, you know, well, the internet, yeah, it'll just go back to like 2005 speed, and I'm like, that is true. Uh, like, that's okay, yeah, I mean, I was like, I don't know how to accept that. I don't know if that's like a challenge or a like, like, yeah, you're right, but it won't be that bad. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't. I, so at that point, I just basically, I basically said, so how's your internet today? Because mm-hmm. I wanted him to say. My internet's awesome. I have 300, you know, yeah, whatever well, megabit down, and I'm going to be like, okay, you want to go back to 2005? That was kind of my setup, yeah, which yeah. he didn't buy into. No, he's, it wasn't he's, fi- he's got like 7,000 PhDs and whatever, so whatever. But um, Oh, I know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, or, or it's, it's keep your, yeah. keep your 300 tr- megabit down for text, but if you want video, hey, man, fork over 40 more sure, dollars. I mean, like I if you want that same speed. It's fine. For, yeah. Care. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so anyways, it was interesting to see that not everybody was overwhelmingly. I mean, I did get more positive response and shares sure. and likes than, well, than I, I did those I, two. But it was like, really? You? you okay. Personally, yeah. I feel really good that our company embraced it. Yeah. You know, I saw this and I said, hey, we should participate. And I sent off a note. And lo and behold, I got support across the board. And uh, you, you know, we collaborated with a group in New York and said, "Hey, yeah, interesting." Um, I got a Good. sort of a head nod, and they sent off, you know, br- bring this design group in. They came up with a concept, uh, and then Gavin, well done, execute. So, really, really happy that that it came off. I was, I was disappointed oh, in what I didn't see. I, I went to a few places where I was like, "There should be something." very noticeable on these sites right and it, and it wasn't there so i was disappointed in that yeah i was surprised it's not like i feel like in the past battles and i think that's the goal of some of the opponents of this is like if we keep bringing them up bringing this up every six months they just, <coughs> they, they can't stay engaged forever right yeah. eventually we'll wear them down yep um i think that's our plan on everything from healthcare to the internet but i was thinking today well actually this was yesterday but um of one potential advantage you could have if you didn't have an open internet, which is that, it, well, but it would be hard because the companies that control it are so evil. Mm-hmm. But like you, you look at like what happened with our election last year and the hacking of it and the disinformation that's just out there on the internet is that like you don't like China doesn't have that problem because they can lock down their internet. Now they have a whole host of other problems because they do that, you know. But that is one trade-off that you could potentially get that you could stop Russia from interfering because... Oh, that's a slippery slope. Yeah. I oh, it, it is 100% a slippery slope, uh, and I am not in favor of, uh, like, a closed internet, you know, and I don't think that that potential... And I don't even think we would get that benefit, because I think Comcast would take anyone's money, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> including yeah. Russia, you, you know. Um, but I still think that would be so hard. Like, I mean, with any hacking threat, like... You know, they bounce around a million different servers. Like, they never hack directly from their home place. Like, wouldn't you just have some proxies in here? Yeah, but they're eventually the spending... It, it is hard for them to launder money, and that's how you would control it. And you could also just look at the messaging. I mean, once you can control so, it, you could look at the messaging. Are you for... Uh, and I am absolutely unsure on this one. Are you for treating... The, the service providers make it a utility, make it a government regulated, government supported utility. For That's what I would prefer to see. I would prefer to see private companies out of it that it would be a utility. Or it, maybe it, it, private companies still manage their resources, but it's, it's heavily regulated like a utility. And then you could also do the same sort of things like vis-a-vis Russian interference where yep, yep. You, you can sort of say, you know, I'm, I, I would even maybe even say the same thing about like Facebook and content providers that there's certain regulations yeah. that yeah. you have to. I mean, well, I the news has that, right? The news, the speak- news industry, granted, it's been around for 300 years, but over the course of 300 years, there was enough precedence <laughs> that there's certain rules they have to abide by. Right. 
yeah. in terms of how they run ads, in terms of what they can pretend. And these content providers have none of that. No, it's because it's a new industry, but I think we have to get there fast. Did there arguments to do that with Facebook, like Facebook yeah. and all yeah. the social media? Well, yeah. Twitter did did and, you see that yeah. post? Uh, I just sent it to the team, but the former Facebook exec. And I did not get it. I saw a ton oh, yeah. of people sharing that, but I have not had a chance to absorb it yet. Yeah, yet. basically saying that you know social media is effectively degrading our society oh, yeah. and the social norms like that totally exist is. in our... Yeah, it yeah. is, but like, I, I uh, sometimes I get annoyed when it's like, they act as if we're not complicit in any way. The uh, people? Yeah, that we, oh, of we, we have we no are. responsibility for any of this stuff. We like, absolutely are. It, the way it's talked about, but like, it's but, like, but everyone yeah, grabs their pitchforks and it's like, fuck Facebook, which I agree with. I hate Facebook. But, but this goes back to, I mean, <clears throat> the cave, right? Mm-hmm. So... Plato's cave. I moved into the cave, and then you came in, and we had to figure out how we were going to live together, right? Oh, sure. So th- this is th- at some point we established rules, and then government established some sense of let's collectively think about these things, and that grew to a point, and, and we're in a lot of ways this this kind of flies in the you know let's make this a regulated environment. Mm-hmm. Let's create an environment that has agreed upon rules that, you know, no two people, five people in a room, six people, whatever, are going to say, this is what I I think. We all have to come up with um, uh, something that that the the body that we have said is going to run things, the government. You guys tell us this is what makes sense based on the arguments of the states, based on, you know, in our in our. Uh, what are US they going to like design. regulate? Are they going to regulate diversity of thought? You know, because like half the stuff is diversity of thought isn't the problem. The the organizations that are participating in that, you know, you, you brought up Russia, right? Mm-hmm. So well, the people who are manipulating the environment and the platforms in a way to make it look like your thought is what's being expressed. Isn't anonymity right? on this the internet individual. a huge problem yeah. though? Not only just from the troll standpoint, but from who's posting what. So if you knew that all these posts were coming from a certain person, place, country, region, whatever, the anonymity goes away. You know where it's coming from. Doesn't that help? I know that. I know that. And like you don't. You would like to be anonymous on the internet so you can do whatever you want to do. <clears throat> but I think that's the basis of what we're talking about. And if we regulate it, there's going to basically become a license to be on the internet, an e- email address that identifies you yeah, and sure. says, "Here's what I'm doing on YouTube. Here's what I'm doing on Facebook." And that that's who thing? you are. Is that a good or a bad thing? Oh, I terrible. don't know, but. Does that help us to prevent and protect us from all the trolls, all the all the internet bad stuff, Can all we, of those things? We have to protect dumb people from themselves forever. Like that's that's our job. Well, but I mean that is government, right? I yeah. mean, look, a lot of our laws are Insurance, protecting dumb. I mean, uh, seatbelts are technically protecting yeah, dumb well, okay. people from dumb people. We can't talk about guns, yeah. but let's yeah, talk about law. everything else, I mean, right? Everything is everything most but our guns. laws. Yeah. I mean, if we were a society. Where everyone had an IQ of 150, we'd probably have a lot less loss. You mean Trump? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, if we were oh, Trump. Sorry. Was our president. Sorry, Trump is harder than that. He I had forgot. an uncle that went yeah. to MIT. He everybody all the time. everybody in his there family are, went to Wharton. They're, there they're there are fine. legitimate arguments yeah. for why uh, de-anonymizing people online is very dangerous, especially for people who are in, uh, like, whatever, protected classes, if you want to call it, or people who are on the edges of society. Like, you know, if this was a, a rule... You know, 40 years ago, uh, someone who's homosexual or something could be, you know, unable to express themselves in any other facet of life except for this anonymous thing online. Like, there are I, people on the margin of society I, who this will eventually hurt. Totally agree. Yeah, I, I totally agree, agree with that. I, I think, though, there could be more transparency in what's paid content, what's being boosted. Like, this – Facebook is very good – They all are very good. You know, they want you to not know that you're seeing essentially an ad. Yeah. And that's my problem is that people don't. And this, I agree you know, with in, that. In a so, newspaper, so we get sued is... for that. Newspapers have to legally print yes. at the bottom. It has well, to be very clear. They have to say, but they're trying to blur the lines too. And same they with magazines. Are. I mean, Native Advertising. I was reading in the New York Times as part of one of their biggest strategies for their last editor. They're saying that's going to be the future of our revenue. It's basically confusing people and lying to them and pretending what they're reading isn't an ad. Yeah, and I think the um, fucking advertising. Yeah, I oh. think fucking that, advertising. <laughs> I think the government needs to catch up with that, but. Um, that's the problem I have. Well, that's one of the. Many can can I say I one more thing too? Yeah. Sorry about about the how this should be treated as like a title, title two class or whatever the hell it is, utility or 
we need to get regulation about this so this can't just be some stupid battle where five people on the FCC can decide this. That, that's insane. Like, the future of the most important technological advancement since the Gutenberg should not be decided by five people. Like, we totally. need but it's reason going to debate be. about this. Tomorrow. Right. And it will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tomorrow, be, all, your whole future's fucked. Right. Sorry. Or, or, or last Thursday, whenever listeners hear this. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, you know, that's something they do on radio. They, they pretend they we can't lift the curtain up and always, you know, tell them when we record. And so, anyway. Well, I have no problem telling people when we record. <laughs> when you we hear it, is it totally different? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A- and you know, that was a bit of a dig at me because I'm the one that has to produce uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it. I didn't mean as a dig. No, no, no it's fine. As, uh, it, it, it's I should have said this in the pre-production. Trying to be better meeting. about sorry. that, but um, yeah. at any rate, the uh, totally agree. So tomorrow there's a vote. We'll see what comes from this vote and. Uh, uh, I think it's well, going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, we know what's going to happen because they're going to vote along party lines. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I which, will say Which this. they did with Tom Wheeler when he was the FCC chair under Obama. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll... they'll. I mean, it's an Obama-era rule, so they're they're getting a ton of pressure. They're going to get rid of that because that's all Trump ever wants to do. Well, that's I just meant that. But I, I will say, if I had to... I Honestly, works. I've gotten to the point where if I had to pick between a pedophile being in the Senate... And a closed internet. I'd actually rather have a closed internet. <laughs> that's interesting. I feel that's a bigger stain. Agreed. On the U.S.'s credibility and our institutions. A, a pedophile that doesn't believe in ed- evolution, Can, doesn't believe in the Constitution. I hate to burst your bubble, but yeah. guess what? There are pedophiles who be- don't believe in the Constitution, who they are still in our government. Not in the Senate, I don't think. I don't think we have. I I confidently believe. Wow, we I don't, don't know about have a that. Pedophile dude. in the Senate. I actually do not know about that. Well, oh I'll at least God. say this: they're at least not an open pedophile. Remember, there was a, who worked for the government. I don't know what organization it was, but was like watching child porn on the job or something. The there chips were, are still falling here. The, yeah. That's my oh, point. For sexual harassment. Stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. all still being played out. Well, there's so. rumors that some sort of huge Washington Post story that they're doing in conjunction with CNN is going to name something like thirty to fifty. Uh, members of Congress between the House and Senate. Yeah. It's just gonna like there's gonna be a ton of resignations. Whenever yeah. there's that much like, pretty ugly. well, think about like the DC madam, you know, like uh, who who went away. Oh, with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, got it. Like power and money and politics, like prostitution. That's just by the way, together. don't Google pedophile in Congress. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> real bad on the network. It's real bad. The company network. I hope you're on the real bad. <laughs> Mark Wi-Fi. Yeah. I just, I just yeah, let's go over to the Mark Wi-Fi, do a little research, boy. Yeah. Oh, who was I wonder that? What, you, what you're actually hitting yes to. When you're, yeah. I wonder if that's like one of the like specific clauses. I will not Google pedophilia. Right. We have the right to fire you on the spot. But there was someone in the, fired? in the early 2000s who was doing, quote-unquote, child pornography research or something. That was who Pete got Townsend, dude. Pete Townsend. The fucking uh, get, the uh, guy yeah. who created Modern Rock. Uh, yeah, he got... Yeah. Um, it was a raid in, like, Scotland or something yeah, like that. And he's right. like, no, I'm doing... I mean, his life story is, like... He's just... Fu- I, he was uh, sexually abused as a kid. Oh, there you go. I think it just <laughs> fucked him up and... Uh, you know, who knows why he was doing it. But, well, no, I mean, um, that's sadly one of those cycles that perpetuates. Like, yeah, when you're abused is. as a child, yeah. you're much yeah, more likely to abuse. He had a very difficult childhood. Um, yeah. And that probably should have been his excuse. Yeah. Well, not excuse, but his yeah. You know who else alibi. was? Charles uh, yeah. Manson was sexually abused as a child, too. I can see that. Yeah. It, it leads to really bad results. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't... Sexually abusing. There's great a art. Crime. There literally is an article <laughs> in the paste <laughs> about how Nazis and Nazi pedophiles had a good November. <laughs> good November. <laughs> good November, boys. A lot to be thankful for this season. So to wrap up Q4, just want to say... <laughs> great time Sorry, to be a Nazi pedophile. Work. That's what Google showed me. I'm scared. We've, we've <laughs> on, we had been on a hell of a losing streak. <laughs> Great to get a W. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little momentum now. Don't associate my white socks with Sorry. this at all. Yeah. Stop it. To- too late. Totally happened. Damn it. Well, oh, you know, fun. it is like uh, I'm. I'm just as happy as everyone else that a pedophile didn't win the Senate. If our listeners didn't get that, uh, our international audience Alabama. didn't get that. Uh, yeah, roll tide. But uh, it's like. Like, it is, yes, celebrate, but, like, people are kind of treating it as if, like, the core demographics have changed or something, as if, like, oh, no. it's historic that no. the, you know, Democrats have won a seat in a battle. Like, yes, like, it hasn't happened in a while, Less but than it's because it was a literal pedophile people. you're going yeah, against. Yeah, it's going to go back and, yeah. and he almost still, won. And it was still, like, yeah, point yeah. six percent. Yeah. Yeah. point something percent still believe that well, a pedophile should it, it be It really in shows Congress. how dedicated yeah. we yeah. are to the two-party yeah. system. Yeah. And we have to be because the election is set up for that. And we got to break it. If we had runoff elections... 
Doug Jones would not be the he would never win the Senate ship. Like Roy Moore would uh, he well he only won by what one percent one point five percent. Yeah, they're saying yeah. It's so there would have been a runoff against there would have probably been another candidate in the mix that would have gotten twenty percent and there would have been a runoff. Australia had this gridlock two party system that we had and they changed. I'm not sure if it was a system like to a runoff or something like that, but you know for decades they had a system that was just like ours. Yeah, it's called value based <clears throat> voting, which is you you rank them and then you have a runoff. Yeah, and, and it's what we should do. Well, and they change it, and now they no longer have this if, ridiculous two-party system. Yeah. So they they changed Lisa it in the last here, two decades. She'd be able to chime in on the elections that are happening in in her home Chile, right. which are going, and they have completely different elections. Which basically is what you guys are talking about, where it's like they keep voting until they narrow it down, until mm-hmm. they get to the to the right candidate who should win with the most. <clears throat> yeah, and you have until the right candidate. And they keep pairing it down. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> a primary and then a final. There's like a we're going to keep doing this until we get the right. Person with well, the most votes. That, the is that France? Is that how yeah. Macron won? So that makes a lot of sense. The parties in our country have way too much power. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in this room. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think anybody in this room will disagree with that. The the change. The you know how do you make something like that change? This is the problem with the government. The government was put in place by the people who Oof. were running the government or these two parties. How are they going to like? change that model. Well, we need to bring right? the, yeah, wig, the like wig party back. They love the model. It, you know. They're not going to change it. It's going to be very, very hard to change. Mm-hmm. No, we need As to bring a, the wig party back. That's what yeah, we need. the wig party. Yeah. It's wig. starting to happen at local levels, though. Like a lot, And then one state, was it Vermont, moved to value voting system for their, their, um, their elections where you have to choose... But I think it was only yeah, but, for but state. Chicago is like bigger Congress. than Vermont, so who the yeah. fuck cares? I mean. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but yeah... Did you guys uh, see, uh, speaking of Chicago, we see Rahm on, uh, yeah. on TV. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, he yeah, was he, he was do? on the Colbert report or whatever Yeah, it is. Colbert brought him in because he's basically anti-Trump. He basically made a statement that oh, yeah, said, sure. we're a Trump-free city. Yeah. Chicago, like, how, can be Trump a, Trump how can you be a Trump-free city when you got Trump's, you know, giant tower. tower sticking straight up erect in your city and... You know, he went off to basically say, "Well, we don't, we don't believe in in this policy, that policy, this policy, the dreamers, all these <laughs> and things." And talked about some of the policies yeah. that do exist. Yeah, and, I, and I thought it was great. Either. Although I didn't really like Colbert's tone a few times that he took with Rom, because Rom wanted to get, he had a bunch of talking points he wanted to get out, and he didn't answer a question. And Colbert's basically like, "Yeah, but you still didn't answer my question," which is fine. But the tone that he normally takes with the guest is like, I'm so happy you're here and we're friendly, whatever. And he was kind of like, listen, you're going to say, you got to say the thing I want you to say, right? Because cause that's why you're here. And I didn't, it's the first time I thought Colbert was not really fair to somebody. I, huh. I got a, I got a weird vibe from, from how uh, Colbert took Rom's uh, well, stance. I think traditional liberals don't, aren't really happy with Rom, are they? No. So, I mean, that's why he was in a runoff. I mean, they like him a lot better than Trump. Yeah, but. <laughs> they like him better than any Republican, but I think they're they're generally not. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway, it was just a weird vibe I got. Like, he got him there, he wanted him to say anti-Trump shit, and then he kind of pushed him up, pushed his buttons on a few things, and then was like, all right, thanks for thanks for coming by. Um, <laughs> and the entire Get time, the entire time Rom's talking, though, he's kind of, he's got his, his right hand up. Like making his points, and all I could stare at was that nub on his middle mm. finger that is, you know, not really a full finger. Yep. And it was just kind of like, you know, thinking back to the days of of the middle finger that he tried to put up against Trump. But anyways, um, yeah, it was, distracted me a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I I uh, I didn't feel like he was treated. What I saw of that, I didn't feel like he was treated poorly. No, 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 no. But I, just the one line of "you didn't answer my question" was a hard line way to respond to something where you, he doesn't usually do that to guests, right? Hmm. I mean, he's usually got Charlie Theron and sitting there and he's like... Yeah, but if know, he's talking to a freaking actress, so. who the fuck cares? Okay. He's talking to a politician. <laughs> he's talking to somebody who's like setting policy for like real who's people. Who's a Democrat who worked with Obama, who's kind of on almost every single side that he agrees with, still giving him a little bit of tone. So I guess that gives... Colbert credibility in that yeah. he's going to say, yeah. "I want an answer if I ask a question." But I don't think he, I don't think he normally does that with most people. I was just, it was just, I got a weird vibe from it. Yeah. Well, That's why I shared it didn't it. bother me. What, what I was, how I would interpret that is like, kind of like what I was saying before is like, I don't think I think Stephen Colbert is a pretty standard liberal. I don't, I think standard liberals aren't don't really like Rob about like the, the schools issues and a lot of different things, a lot of the kind of messy politics of yeah, but none the of Democratic that came machine. Up. He, it wasn't like he was grilling him on something that was. <laughs> 
a real thing. Hmm. He was grilling them him on what he came to talk about. I yeah, mean, yeah. So I guess nothing it, to do with, just, it, was, yeah. it wasn't challenging him on policy or something that he was doing. He just didn't like the fact that he asked a question and Ram went to a talking point and he went, no, I asked a question. Answer my question. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. yeah. Okay. So. And, and I thought that was fine and fair. So uh, Normally, I think Colbert does an amazing job of doing that stuff. So it's like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I just was like, okay, well, that's fine. Uh, so speaking of unfair... Was it cool or was it too creepy that Netflix <laughs> totally trolled their community? Did oh, guys... I thought it was cool. I, they didn't name names or anything. No, they didn't name yeah. names. They, they, but they had Netflix. a number. I don't yeah. have Netflix. What happened? Right. So Netflix either. tweeted one day uh, this past week to the 53 people who've watched A Christmas Prince every day for the past 18 days. <laughs> who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> Did they really? They totally did. It's like, like, like Prince. I, I don't no even idea. know. Yeah, it's like the, it. this movie's probably been watched more than it's ever been watched <laughs> after that tweet and the whole did they thing. Just uh, a movie? So it looks like some shitty Disney movie, but I, in my mind, had thought it was some kind of a Prince-based Christmas movie. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing, whatever this is. But <laughs> it looks like be it's better. about When uh, a reporter goes undercover as a tutor to get the inside scoop on a Playboy Prince, she gets tangled in some royal intrigue and ends up finding love. Oh, oh my God, I got wow. Love. Holy yeah. shit. Sounds like got a hundred dollars. She becomes the princess at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, is this a Hallmark movie? You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a Hallmark, I think it's yeah, one yeah. of those Hallmark lifetime. It's like, sleepless Christmas in Seattle. Movie. Yeah. It's you know, nice. but you know, totally watered down to the stupid. Right. We, we watch those all all Christmas. So so name a few. What do you so, watch? What what's that's rough, man. Whatever the Hallmark movie oh, okay. Christmas movie okay. of the the day is or week is, and I have a chance to. Watch it. We what watch it, so. I loved about this was, this as usual, Netflix stepped out with something, you know, that was a bit on the line. <laughs> Wait, you know 53 people? So, therefore, you know exactly oh, they know. who? Oh, yeah. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, just the responses are awesome for the, this whole thing. <laughs> just... The internet wins on this one. This is where, you know, don't regulate this shit. Let it all happen. It's all good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. no. Not so you, wait, you believe? Because I feel like, you know, as much as, like, I am one of those people who is like, you know, what, you don't think they're tracking this shit? Are you insane? Do you know how much money they make? Do you know how much oh, yeah, of this, these analytics are I mean, are that's worth? how they pick their new shows yeah. is by yeah. tracking... It's trends like, and what you're watching and everything. Yeah, yep. their engine is so important to what they do, especially early on in the adoption. It's like, ooh, the recommendation engines like Pandora or for music or for movies were like, that was a new cool thing, you know? That's, yeah. anyway. But like, I believe also that there should be a digital bill of rights where if you want to opt out of this stuff, companies legally have to allow you to opt out of these analytics and these tracking things. But who doesn't know you're being tracked on all this shit? Apparently a lot of people. I think they just uh, somehow expect that it wouldn't, somehow potentially be announced, you know, even though it was announced in the most anonymous possible way. Right. And who even knows if it's true, too? That's the other thing I always find hilarious. It's like, well, why do you... Why do you... Think it's true? Do they, do they give the social media intern their analytics tool? Is you could just I mean, be making this shit up? Made that up. Yeah. You know, I mean, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess is what I say. I'm sure, Congress will get down to it. <laughs> well, I got a, a huge kick out of uh, the fact that they made that made that post and I, and I do I honestly believe the viewership of that stupid movie probably spiked right <laughs> oh after, yeah absolutely right? sure. oh of course <laughs> maybe that's why they did it I mean it's smart I mean it's uh, very smart internet marketing yep Ooh. internet marketing made some uh, director very rich I, I control our I don't control but I think I have an account on our do I have the corporate Twitter account or do you have it? I know I have our stage one. You have it. Wait, why? Oh, you do. Why? I might. But so I will take bribes if anyone wants to get like a network boost from me. Anyone in the audience wants uh, <laughs> for me to give a shout out, direct traffic your way. To Leo? Yeah, Leo. <laughs> hey, man, if you got anything to pimp, let me know. Leo, our one loyal listener, please let us know what you want us to say on our Twitter account. Yeah. Oh dear! Uh, the other thing, like, I... like local bake sales for your kids <laughs> and so on. Oh yeah, Spe- his daughter's amazing at the the cake stuff, right? Speaking of promoting, I did pu- I did put that thing about Bitcoin Bro in about how he <laughs> he's, he kind of snuck into the uh, oh yeah the the hearing and and put up a sign that was like you know invest in Bitcoin as they were trying to talk about like um 
so Bitcoin bro shows up at the Federal Reserve and trolls the shit out of them was the headline of the thing. And I thought just I thought it was funny that he held up the sign right behind what's her face as she's uh, talking about stuff. So is he promoting a website or is he just there? Just, just Bitcoin. To, it was just, just kind of like invest in Bitcoin. Fuck you, huge guys. fan. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, what did you post? Uh, speaking of the Bitcoin world. The, this oil coin thing that you found. Well, there's just all these oh, coins yeah. that we were talking about. Yeah, um, me and Dion were talking. We were talking about like what would what could take down Bitcoin. And one of my theories was that well, I mean, if it becomes if it, everyone always claims that you know the petrodollar, the the oil, the dollar backed oil is like one of the most important things to the U.S. economy because it'll, you know us being the reserve <laughs> or default currency for so many transactions around the world is what allows us to print money and do all this this shit where we can basically do whatever we want um, with our with our systems and our economy and all this shit. Um, but that if there was ever a switch, like OPEC decided to go to the UN, which people had you know talked about for a while, or some alternative company uh, currency that like Iran, uh, North Korea, China, Russia all decided to to pimp out there, um, that it would really fuck us over. And I mentioned Mr. Robot, which mm-hmm. was kind of silly, but in Mr. Robot, the TV show, essentially what they do is there's this this E Corp, evil corp that that owns all of the money, loans, transactions, mortgages. It owns like five of the biggest banks in the world. One big bank owns all these banks, and all of their records are encrypted by the hacker dude, right? So essentially, money in the world is means nothing because nobody knows what they own their mortgage. Nobody knows what their their balance on their credit card is. It's all encrypted. It's all locked. <laughs> nobody knows what debt or credit is in this world but they say well we're going while well, we figure this out we're going to use e-coin which is basically bitcoin on the tv show we're going to do an electronic payment right. system yeah. mm-hmm. so that eventually when we do figure out everything we can keep track of it and it has to be electronic so that we can keep this credit debit balance going yeah. so an electronic uh currency is born which becomes the standard which is what we're talking about. Whereas if the, if somebody decides to say, well, we're going to switch to something else as the standard, it could completely fuck us. Yeah. And and that's what we just it, we're talking. And about I that. think adoption will be spurred by something like that, like a really big institution like OPEC or something decides to switch to a different currency, and the United States goes into into a total panic, or at least or they see this coming and they try to sabotage Bitcoin. If they didn't create it, by the way, because we might have actually created it, who knows? But uh, so that's what I see. That's one of the. The threats to Bitcoin is just we government agencies that want control over the currency. Yeah, and then there was be like, well, you got to pick, you got to pick a Bitcoin because yeah. they're all different. So you got to pick. And a I think Bitcoin and... itself will actually not be. It might be the one that makes digital currency very popular, but it's actually a super inefficient. Like I've been thinking about it more and more. The blockchain is incredibly inefficient, and like the whole point was this libertarian masturbatory dream about decentralized currency yeah. where government institutions can't control anything but there's going to be a centralization at some point because built into bitcoin in general is this idea that there's only 21 million bitcoins that will be released by mining and that uh, you the point of mining is to basically hash all these transactions and make sure that they're verified and when all the goal or the the reward for doing all this work to sustain the currency itself is that you get some of the currency when 21 million bitcoins are mined there's no point for miners individually decentralized to continue mining bitcoins and verifying these transactions so it's going to have to be centralized so at some point bitcoin itself is going to be forced well, into a point where it's going to be the, or they'll the expand the blockchain you know. but either way i feel like there's so many different reasons why bitcoin itself will not be the global I think currency that, of the well, future I, if it might be the first one but it won't be the last i think they're going to i think they're going to expand yeah and the whole point behind the limit and the way that it works what it's every Four years, I believe, they basically have the amount of bitcoins that you get for effort, mm-hmm. and the whole point was to manage inflation. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So uh, that makes good sense to me. No currency really today is based on. Uh, I'm going to go back to the oil coin thing. No currency today is based on an actual physical. Yeah, resource, we're all fiat currency. Right. So what the hell is this idea? Why is this a good idea? Because it's like self-perpetuating death spiral. Let's go back in time and do something based on some natural resource. I don't get why they're doing that. Well, well there's a lot of people, like libertarians, like like that's what the Milton Friedmans of the world, like they were, there's still a lot of people that are anti-fiat currency. Mm-hmm. Well, and when okay, you're so I'm going to bet on the oil futures. No, not like 
next year or yeah. five years from now, I'm going to bet on the fact that your body is going to die, it's going to decompose, and that's going to end up in the oil world somewhere uh-huh. way down the... It's, no, yes. It's fucking stupid. Sorry, when I brought up yeah. oil coin, by the way, I don't actually think an oil-based currency will work. I was thinking about an institution like OPEC saying, well, fuck it, we'll make our own digital currency. I don't yeah, know we what it's backed joking, by, but, like, I don't think but like, in, in my mind, coin, I don't know. I, I don't coin, think they'll do that coins, in the sense so, that they yeah. could do that right now with gold, too. They could well, they, buy up gold, and <laughs> they could say... We as OPEC will only accept gold yeah. to try to uh, inflate the price of gold, which they bought. They sort of shorted, you know, um, and they don't do that because it doesn't work, you know. Um, and I don't think it'll work with digital currencies either. I don't think you can manipulate that market that easily. Back to 1971, gold standard. Um, yeah. It was before, I don't know. wasn't it? I don't know. No, it was well before that. The gold standard was because that was no, across the gold speech. No, we ended the gold standard in in seventy one, right? No, we ended no. fiat currency in seventy one. We didn't earn gold, so it dollar used to be sold. the U.S. dollar was yeah. backed um, by gold. It, no, it was just backed by a promise of the U.S. government. You know, that's like way back. That's yeah. an IOU. That's yeah, it was money. an actual gold. The gold standard ended. Was it seventy one? It thought says it was one even... could argue. Oh the no, United you're right. No, it was seventy one. No, it was seventy one. Seventy one when President the, Nixon announced. Wasn't the debate in the thirties <laughs> on whether it should be silver or gold? I think the cross of gold speech, which is sort of funny. Then you look how stupid we are now with our political discourse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just saw your. We used to have like oh that point. tweet I I put. A, yeah, yeah, I love this tweet that explains. He Bitcoin. says it in seventy one. Did you agree with or not? Because I'm on the side that completely I, agrees with. I one thousand percent agree with yeah. everything he's saying in this tweet. It's hilarious. Someone says uh, Bitcoin really hasn't turned out even remotely as it was intended to. Rather than a currency, it's become a speculative asset. True, because as we were talking about yeah. transactions have remained completely stable while the. Uh, <coughs> You don't People want to use it using it as a currency. It might be right. twice as much. It's tomorrow. way too vo- volatile yeah. to be used as an actual currency yeah. right now. Rather than efficient, the energy and CPU costs are extravagant. Totally true. You need they're creating specialized chips just to like make things less power costly. Yeah. Rather than decentralized, ownership and mining power are hugely concentrated. True, because a a small minority of um of these uh what are the exchanges and who mm-hmm. else um there's a few central players basically like there is. You know, the development community, too, is so important. Like, these people decide, you know, they, they have so much power and leverage over the, the entire, an entire currency worth billions of dollars. By the way, when Satoshi created Bitcoin, he put a million Bitcoins in his own wallet. Um, Gee, go the, figure. The first creator, right. Uh, God, Jesus Christ. They're, what, 17,000 right now? It's, and it's, that. it's like $200 billion or this, something right this now. This is... I, he, I, I wonder if you could just... T- I, like, if I were that guy... If don't that, know if him. That's this even is why person. he doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah, if this is a real person, man, imagine just turning that into U.S. dollars yep. and being like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, out. I'm out. <laughs> 200 billion? You'd be the richest person in the world, right? That's no. got to be worth more than... You'd be like Saudi Prince rich. Yeah, yeah. You'd be richer billion? than like Bill Gates. I don't think like Warren Buffett and all of them have that much money, do they? I'm going to Google it right now. Bezos is only 10 billion, I thought. And he's like in the top oh, yeah. ten in America. Be- Bezos is estimated ninety billion. You would easily, you would double Bezos. Oh, yeah, you'd be the oh. richest person in Rookie. the world. Rookie, yeah. Rookie. But I don't think you could just do that. I don't think you could just <laughs> <laughs> go to the bank. Go to the bank and make, here you go. Okay, I'd like to do a little business. I'd like you some of that in singles. Call the manager. <laughs> I need a little approval. Don't forget the quarters. I do laundry. Here's my driver's license. Yeah. Do you need uh, two forms of ID? My name is Hashoshi. <laughs> like, yeah, how do you even get 200 billion cash? I was reading uh, something, uh, and uh, some guy was doing, by his math, this is now the most, this is the biggest asset bubble in the history of mankind that beats that tulip crisis oh, the, of yeah, the, the 1600s or whatever. The, yeah. Totally. Oh, I'm sure it is. By the way, Gates is still the number one. Is he? Good for him. Is well, he, it's always him and that Mexican dude, right? The Mexican... <laughs> uh, no, the Mexican uh, cell phone, uh, Slim... What's his name? Yeah. Are you doing it in America or U.S.? Uh, Carlos Slim. World's Isn't that his top name? 20 billionaires includes Gates at one with 86 right. billion, Ben Buffett with, 80, uh, with uh, 75... Uh, Bezos was 72. I have Bezos at 90. Uh, the, this one might the be. Spaniard, who has 71. His name's Ortega. Wait, who's Bezos again? Uh, Carlos, Sem- uh, Carlos Slim is 64 Yeah, I thought they billion. just said he was the original man in the world. Zuckerberg is 56 Like this week. Holy yeah. shit. But yeah. I think the other thing is we don't know how much the Saudi princes have. 
Because there's always like rumors <clears throat> that they have even more. It's true. Yeah, well, so 86 billion is Bill Gates, as reported by uh, CBS uh, Forbes, um, for 25. I'd say if there's got to be a guy who should have 80 billion, which nobody should. <laughs> I'd rather it be Bill Gates. He seems like a nice guy. He's he giving away to charities. Yeah, now. yeah, and he earned it the old-fashioned way. You know, he didn't right, inherit right. it. You know, he, he lawyers the old-fashioned way. Off, <laughs> he didn't buy off politicians. What? I said lawyers the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way. way. I mean, he, he was a cutthroat like motherfucker. He was cutthroat, but he wasn't like a lot of the people that are very, very rich, but, like our heirs or. Sure. Fuck they that bought all guy. Larry Ellison still ways, sitting on his his. You know, he was a wealthy way. upper middle class. Or I don't know if he was middle or if he was upper class. Coke, a wealthy Bloomberg, family. Uh, they could afford to send him to whatever. He went yeah. to Harvard, but he dropped out. Yeah. yeah. Larry Page. His dad was a lawyer, Google. I think. Wow. Google. There's a couple Google people here. You know, this is the Oracle uh, guy's still up there, huh? Yeah. Yep. Ellison, what's he his just name? He still sits there. Larry Ellison. He's supposed to be a legendary <laughs> asshole. Dude, he, he looks, looks like, like an asshole. He looks like an asshole. Still looks like an yeah. asshole. God. I was just... Did you know that in Oracle's terms of service, you technically agree to never benchmarking it? And what? it comes from... So I, this is something like uh, it, this week I learned. I never heard this story. <laughs> so I guess University of Wisconsin um, did a benchmark in the 80s. And Oracle performed extraordinarily poorly, and uh, they sued the University of Wisconsin. In fact, Larry Allison wouldn't hire anyone from University of Wisconsin <laughs> for five years wow. in retribution That's to funny. try and ruin their IT department. Wow. Um, but yeah, you agree, and they're called they're they're called something like Carter clauses. They're named after the professor that found this benchmark. <laughs> And you, sometimes when you click, none of us read everything sure. that we're agreeing to, but sometimes we agree we will never use the product for benchmarking under penalty of law. That that seems, Oracle seems like one of those companies where their their strongest asset isn't their technology, but it's their law staff. Like, yeah. Uh, kind of like IBM or something like that. <laughs> Although uh, I guess IBM does have some divisions that do, you know, Watson. Watson. So. It's called a DeWitt clause after the professor they tried to fire. That doesn't yeah. even seem. It doesn't even sound legal, but. Oh no, they lost it, but oh, okay. you know, still, you know. It's a good try. Good try. <laughs> good effort. See, uh, we figured out that the guy who created Bitcoin would be the richest person in the world. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Two hundred billion would get him to the top because. And we, it's really like two hundred twenty. Yeah, no question. Bill Gates is uh, only uh, eighty-six billion. So we should probably start thinking about wrapping up. Did um, oh there there were weren't there a few vendor scums recently that uh, you were, had one? Were Dion, sharing? I know that I saw. I just shared one because it caught it. It did what it was supposed to do. It caught me off guard. <laughs> and um, uh, so I get you know you go through your inbox. I get I was just talking to John this morning. It's like over a hundred emails a day, and most of them are bullshit. But um. <laughs> I go through my inbox, I'm looking through, and I see a, everything okay, Dion? In my subject line. And I'm like... What was it? Everything okay. The subject was, everything okay, Dion? It's got like my first name in it. It's It's worried about you. directed right towards me, I open it up, I read it, and it's like, please forgive my professional persistence. Uh, (laughs) When would you be free for a call? And he goes in to explain his bullshit. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) It pissed me (laughs) off. Because I actually read that, like you, like you actually fucking care about me, vendor scum. Fuck you. So, anyways, I shared that with you everybody. You lied, and it, it pissed me off. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was that's not the first time I've seen something like that. But it was it was the first time I'd been tricked into thinking so, a vendor actually cared about me. Oh, you should have lied. Like, no, it's not okay. It turned out uh, my liver's bad. <laughs> right. I got a well, year to live. Thanks, I got, buddy. Doc says it doesn't I, got, look good. I don't yeah. ever want to say something like that. I have a bad, like, you know, I feel like if I say something like that, I'm getting cancer next week. So I don't feel karma. Like, I don't Sorry, I don't have 30 minutes to me. spend with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay? <laughs> just a stupid. No, okay. Yeah, then you're just telling yeah. me you think he's an asshole. So, <laughs> think you're an asshole. I thought you really cared about me. I yeah. thought we shared something special. <laughs> I'm as healthy as a horse. Goodbye. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, so that was good. my that was my one vendor scum that I I did have. Um, well, I actually um, our collective uh, senior boss uh, sent one yesterday. It wasn't really vendor scum, but it was a it was vendor stupid is what it was because 
they sent this note going, so what does it take, you know, what is, what do you do to pick a vendor? Because, you know, we keep trying to get in touch and we keep working on it. And it had a horrible misspelling in the actual, like, subject oh, line of the Come email. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> His response was great because he was just like, how about we start with, can they spell? <laughs> Our uh, listener in New York had another uh, wager. Oh, yeah. Sent to him, and I just responded, this guy's a gambling problem. <laughs> I would not trust him. I don't trust him at all. So um, there were only two other things that I, we were going to bring up. I'm not going to – we're not going to close on one topic, but oh I did want to bring up Shazam and Apple. Apple oh, yeah. Shazam. I thought that was a big one this they week. They bought Shazam. Um, cool. So Apple's buying Shazam. And I – you know, Siri was using Shazam technology if you said, hey, who sings this song anyway – which I thought was interesting that they actually had an integration with a, a vendor, if you will, to get you something. You yep. know, because if you said anything else, Siri didn't know what the fuck she was talking about, or she just <laughs> threw you to the internet. That was actually like a, an integration that worked, and I was like, oh man, I love Shazam. So you know, Shazam's great. It recognizes audio. Um, the acoustic fingerprint technology, I think, is actually going to be augmented. They're going to do. I think they'll do cool things with it, other than like who sings this fucking song. But we'll see what they do with it. Um, I, there might be some sort of, uh, instead of using your face or your fingerprint, maybe it'll be voice recognition to unlock your phone. Who knows Who knows what it'll be? Siri, da-da-da-da-da. It's going to, oh, I know that's Steve because, you know, Google's right, already right, doing it, right? Google right. knows that, we talked about it last week. Google knows who you are, what your playlists are, whatever. Maybe Apple will use your voice to unlock. Maybe there'll be a combination of things, right? Maybe it'll take two out of three things to unlock bank shit or something right yeah so you know it's two you know, factor yeah, yeah in a you'll two way. factor your own phone to get into it yep. to make sure that you're cool right so I, I like where they're going with that so that was kind of the only other thing i was going to bring up and then i just wanted to, to say i saw for next week i saw justice league oh dear yeah that, we have no time no for way. that right now no <laughs> one last thing let's talk about the entire dc universe no i'm just talking <laughs> was Anyways, it bad though i heard it's bad i liked it Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair Anyways, enough. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, so save it for next week. But, so we can talk about this further next week as well because I'll have a little bit more time with it. But um, uh, I'm all in on face recognition. Uh, well, you're, so you're I, six hours into face weirdo. recognition. I have, I have a new phone. this new device here that no, you, you were don't. totally you have wrong. Nothing. No, sh- you were totally wrong. Can you do angles? You have nothing. Yes. Angles? We're going to huh? print his face on a piece of paper I and am, see if it unlocks blown away by how good that is in a dark room in a at an angle at you you've know you've already been I'm in a dark room with it very Happy very wrong. does it do not hot dog satisfied <laughs> with i haven't played not hot dog just All right, yet good um but it's just it's just it just works you know that whole issue of oh man you know you got to hit it you, you know you are and i was there mm-hmm. and i'm totally get it but it is a change to the whole process where i'm not thinking about it and it's done yeah and i go oh crap it's i like that i do so So. um, one of the things that that you notice on on a phone is when you hit it you know it comes up with the notifications so if i had a few notifications um like that they're all there those are my notifications sure but you can't see them because I'm not looking at it. I have and heard then I that. I look at it, yep. and then boom, they all open up. Yep, yep. And it's that kind of just, <laughs> it works. It's not thinking about it. You're not thinking about it. It just does it. And just face recognition alone, I really am enjoying on this. That's good to hear. So, okay, cool. Well, I'm happy to be wrong about that if it just works, and it's it's great. So, so. do you miss the button? Because um, I did initially, but then... When I played with a phone in the store, I was like, huh, because I could see myself getting used to this new style, even though I think it's, uh, I don't like the way they've set up these zones necessarily, but are you getting used to it? Uh, Yeah, I'm totally, you know, getting accustomed to it. So, you know, you you swipe up and even if it's not looking at, even if you're not authenticated yet, when you swipe up, it pops up and says face ID and and then it gets it. So it's not like... I push the button. Now I got to do something to make it actually look at my face. It just 
does it. Well, what about app switching, which I do frequently? App switching is a little weird, and that I think is going to take some time because you know you pull up mm-hmm. and then you slide over, and that's what I tend to end up with is I pull up and I slide over and I get that. Yeah. Um, what I don't want is I don't want that. I want like app switching. So you, you kind of have to go a little further. Right. And then you're in this mode of I can switch. And so I'm sure I, they'll figure that I'm out eventually. I'm still trying to get accustomed to the app switch. Yeah. Well, and then my final question, the most important one. How many times have you used that new emoji speaking face to Jen? Once. Oh, just once? So sad. And it was dirty. <laughs> it was dirty. You don't want to know. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the well, sex are, ne- are never going to be the same. Sex I played s- the, the... Yeah, you yeah your buddy. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, saw it. That was good. Very, yep. That's funny. You could see it, um, but... I, it, you know, it's kind of interesting to see the thing move based on it, what you're doing with your face, but it's a gimmick. It's oh, just the start. It's just. The start. I was yeah. gonna say it's it's got to be the beginning of something much cooler. I hope. I hope. Otherwise, it's garbage. Yeah. It's gonna be so good though in the future. Like you know, I remember Sean always brings up like in the future, will there'll be no such thing as a lie or whatever because like we're able to fake video so much. And and by the way, I just saw uh, that there was like a really AI. Uh, replaced like some porn actresses with Gail Gadot's face or something like that, oh, and it was like a Jesus. big. I didn't watch the video. I'm saying I'm saying I watched or I saw yeah, an article fine. about AI and how it's going to change the future, <laughs> like John was here. talking about. But you'll share that video, right? But yeah, I will we share all the video. Want to see Gail Gadot in a porn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some actresses talk about that they don't have to worry about nude scenes anymore because it's just it's so easy to fake now. Right, yeah, and it, with, they don't have to do it. Yep. Yeah. No, nope. My contract says it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> make make it look brain, like me. I don't care. My brain like Game of Thrones. Uh, anyway, so Lena Headey wasn't. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, but so imagine just you know you being Obama, you're like you know whatever yeah, on your yeah. your face. They're they're gonna get so good. It's gonna be yeah yeah. Whoever well, I, uh, the thing Obama that I think Dion, <laughs> I think you oh, yes. said. Oh, it. I bet that's out there. Okay. I, I think you it. said it first, Dion. <laughs> Uh, the form factor alone, I am all in on. I want that form factor. It's the factor. right yeah. size. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, it. the the big phone I liked for the big screen, but I was, you know, yeah, double tap to get the thing down. It was an inconvenience that shouldn't have been there. Right? It's the right size. This is the right size phone. Not as wide, only slightly, but it's as tall, and I think it's the perfect. I think it's the perfect screen yeah, size. I totally think it's the right so screen and the right they finally physical got it. size. I can they finally reach got everything. it, Gavin. If you're, you got to go all in. I know you just got the eight, but you guys are crazy. Throwing garbage, get the ten. I think the eight is too big. Like anything that's on the top, it just it kills me every single day. Just trying to reach Agreed. something up there. No, I have saying long the 10 fingers. Is perfect. Have you I got felt big the hands. Uh, I have felt the ten. It's bigger than the eight, though, isn't it? Slightly. The 10 is slightly bigger yeah. than the plus. your phone. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I don't even have the, the plus. the regular 8. Yeah, the I have the regular 8. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it a little bit bigger yeah. than his. And so, like, like, the control panel being on the top, it kills me. Kills me. Anyway, that's just my personal battle that I have to deal with. Yeah. You don't have a little thumb either. No, I got, I anyway, got big hands. That's that's iPhone talk for the moment. Cool. We'll, we'll move on from that. We'll talk about Justice League next week. We have been the Worldwide IT Guys. It is uh, John's birthday lunch, so we're going to go off oh. and celebrate that. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday. Catch us uh, next week ta- or when we pod next again. Year? I don't know when we're going to win. We'll see you next year. Bye, guys. Later. See you on the pod side. <laughs> Sean, I've been waiting an hour to ask you why you wouldn't want to install Bionic Eyes in someone. <laughs> well, one, I can't remember. A t- I could probably count on my hand the times of my life where I've been handicapped by not seeing far enough. Like I, I think of all You're the colorblind, senses. dude. You have no idea what real vision is. <laughs> well, so, I, well like, maybe I would take something yeah. that changes color, but like yeah. seeing far like oh, almost like ninety percent of our life is as close as we need but it. You're to be. you're like, operating in yeah. a black and white yeah, four eighty sniper right? yeah. that just needs to <laughs> see things a mile away. Like what like how does that improve your life? You don't even know what porn with color looks I just like don't think you don't know what color is. I also think it's really hard to keep an infection out of the eye. Oh well, that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Well I mean if they could fix the infection in the eye thing. Yeah. <laughs> just every day you have to God. I mean six million dollar man shit right there. I just dude. don't like God. hearing to me even that, I feel like I, I hear most of the things. Like, <laughs> that doesn't it. I don't feel those are senses that I really need improved. I have perfect eyes. Sean, you're the you're amazing. Yeah. That's John, 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 amazing. What, what, how is that going to make your life better?